Thanks for listening to the Inner Life Podcast. Be sure to join us every weekday at 11 a.m. Central on Relevant Radio or on the Relevant Radio app. Find your local Relevant Radio station at RelevantRadio.com or stream us live every day on the Relevant Radio app. Bringing Christ to the world through the media. Listener supported. Here for you every day. Welcome to the Relevant Radio Spring Pledge Drive. Give hope. Well, here we are on this Wednesday, Wednesday of the third week of Easter. Um, I mean, I, I guess it's also May the 4th, uh, you know, for somebody with a lisp. <laughs> May the 4th be with you. Uh, it's also, we're almost uh, at the very midpoint of our pledge drive this week. And I want to thank you if you've made a donation. We've almost heard from 5,000 people closing in on about 5,000 people who have donated so far during this pledge drive. And we'll see that number continue to grow over the next couple of days. If you haven't made that pledge, um, please help support us right now during this hour of the inner life. And we've got a very special thank you gift. I'll be talking with uh, Glenn Leverance about that later. Um, But if you want to check it out ahead, you can go to our website, relevantradio.com, or go to the Relevant Radio app. You can see what we're offering for a dollar a day pledge 365 today and today only this will be the only hour of the inner life all week that we'll talk about this but i also want to encourage you to join with me here as we offer this hour to our lady asking for her intercession and uh, we we pray for her intercession for our fundraising here but we also unite so many other intentions together as we pray Um, we've been praying for years now uh, hourly memorares asking for Our Lady's intercession for the end of abortion. And here in the U.S., it looks like signs are pointed in that direction with the news that's come out in the last couple of days. So let's continue to pray that that really is what the Supreme Court will rule, that we have that step going in that direction of eliminating the killing of innocent unborn lives here in our country. And let's also unite our own intentions. Whatever you have on your heart right now, let's join together as we pray the Memorari in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thy intercession, was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly unto thee, O Virgin of virgins, my mother. To thee do I come, before thee I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in thy mercy hear and answer me. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you so much for praying with me. Thank you for listening to The Inner Life here and being a regular listener, or maybe if it's your first time, welcome. Glad to have you along for this hour of spiritual direction. I'm Josh Raymond, and every day we're joined by a different priest, a different spiritual director. And today, as we begin the program, you know, we're here in the time of year that is popular for weddings, late spring through the summer, lots of weddings on the horizon. Have you been invited to any? Someone in your family that might be getting married in the coming months? When you end up going to a wedding in a church, always when it's in a Catholic church, but most of the time in even other different Christian churches, you'll hear some readings that are chosen from Scripture, and you probably know the one that's the most common passage chosen for weddings. Uh, It's outside of the gospel reading. It's where St. Paul writes about love, what love is. And this is found in his first letter to the Corinthians. It's in the 13th chapter. I'm sure you're familiar with it, but here's some of what it says. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is not jealous or boastful. It is not arrogant or rude. Love does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrong, but rejoices in the right. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never fails. And then if you skip ahead to the end of the chapter, the final verse, that might be one of the most familiar parts for a lot of us, and that's where St. Paul says, so faith, hope, love, abide, these three. But the greatest of these is love. And since this passage from Scripture is so often used in weddings, I think it's pretty natural for us to associate Paul's explanation of love, to a degree at least, with 
romantic affection and feelings. And because St. Paul himself, he says, out of those three virtues, faith, hope, and love, the greatest one is love, that's where most of our focus goes. Faith and hope might get overlooked a bit at times. But we want to make sure that we look at all three of these virtues, faith, hope, and love, what the Church calls the theological virtues. Today on The Inner Life, we're going to spend the hour looking at these virtues so we can better understand them. And when we do have that better understanding, then hopefully that will enable us to live them out in our daily lives to a greater degree. And joining us is our spiritual director for the hour, Father Michael Hurley is back with us once again. Father Michael is a Dominican priest and the pastor of St. Dominic's Parish in San Francisco. Father Michael, welcome back. Glad to be able to talk with you again. Good morning, Josh. Delighted to be with you today. Uh, you got a lot of weddings coming up now that we're in the spring, uh, spring coming up on summer months. I do. In fact, I have one tomorrow. <laughs> and, I, and, and then for the weekend. No, this is, this is wedding season for sure. So, uh, yeah. All right. you're, you're is, so is right. 1 Corinthians 13 going to be read <laughs> yep. at any of the weddings? It, yep. It, it will. They will. Absolutely. It wouldn't, as I sometimes joke, it, it's not a real Catholic wedding unless, unless you have, because uh, there's two more, more than one reading, of course, but you've got to, you have to have yeah, some right. acknowledgement of, 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 of St. Paul's letter there. <laughs> Well, so let's look at, um, maybe in order, these three different virtues. And uh, the first one, of course, faith. What, how, how would you define faith? How can we look at that and understand it, just as a very basic uh, walking into Theology 101, what is faith? Okay, yeah, no, certainly. Just to, And just to even set the context a little bit more broadly, uh, when we talk about faith, hope, and love, these are theological virtues. That is, these aren't simply human virtues that we might develop and cultivate and, and get better at in terms of our own natural exercise, but these are virtues which are nothing less than a share of God's own life. Faith, hope, and charity, each one in turn, unite us in a very particular and intimate way with God himself. They are the, the grace or the gift of God's very presence in our lives, and they do so in different ways. Uh, we think, I've spoken before when I've been on about how uh, God primarily operates uh, and we are made in the image of likeness of God in that we can know and we can choose, right? So we can know things and we can will things. And so with faith, hope, and love, these ennoble our ability to think and to choose, our mind and our heart, if you will. And faith enlightens our mind. Faith is, opens our, if you will, the, the vision of sight, of intellectual sight, to see the reality of God and to believe in more than simply what we can see and observe and touch and feel. So in other words, faith, in a kind of just more, in a kind of layman's terms, opens us up to a world and a reality that goes beyond our five senses. And in a particular way, uh, St. Thomas Aquinas talks about aspects of faith that point us to God. He talks about a belief uh, in God, that is just the fact that he exists, so that there is a, an all-powerful, creative, if you will, uh, force in the world, so that, that there is a God. But then he also talks about a faith which is believing God, that is, that God has chosen to reveal himself to us, and that his words, his revelation is true. It opens us up to a way of seeing creation as um, infused with uh, the all-powerful God. And then finally he talks about the credere in deum, the the um, entrusting ourselves to God. So there's a belief that there is a God. There's a kind of trusting that God in his revelation is true. And then there is an entrusting of ourselves to this personal God, that God is not just a force. And so in terms of faith, faith is the belief that there's more than what we can see, taste, and observe, (laughs) that that there is a God, but that this God is alive in our world and wants nothing less than a relationship with us. Mm. Well, a great place to look at so many people who had that faith that it, it, it was it was shown in the relationship they had with God is in that 11th chapter of the letter to the Hebrews in the New Testament. And that starts off with, you know, what faith is, the realization of what is hoped for, evidence of things not seen. But then it goes on to start talking about all these different people in salvation history and to me, it almost seems like it's this 
look, all these people, how they had faith in God and where it took them. And you can do this too. It's almost kind of like this encouragement, this cheering you on. Yeah, absolutely. And, and this is a good time to, to say this. I think most of when we think about faith, especially I, I know for myself and maybe even in the Western world, maybe contemporary life, when we think about faith, we think of just that first sense, the credere deum, that is that God exists. And we think you're either an atheist or you're a believer, and faith is just believing that there's a God. But the scriptural um, emphasis is not simply that God exists, and not only that God's words or his revelation is true, but it's that third sense when you're talking about Hebrews of entrusting ourselves into God. That's why Thomas uses the, the, uh, the, the preposition in, in them, but literally into God. So the faith of Abraham and, the, and all the, uh, the patriarchs, they actually, they, they not only believed that there was a God and that God's words were true, but they actually, it, it made a difference in their lives. They actually lived it. And this is important because faith is and always comes with what uh, John Newman talks about as difficulties. <laughs> in other words, faith that we don't struggle with or we don't have difficulties really isn't faith because, why? Because faith involves our entrusting ourselves to God, right? And that's always in a, in a human way, as, even as empowered by that theological virtue, going to come with the, the very question that Mary has to the angel, how can this be, right? And so when people say, oh, right. Father, I'm struggling with faith, they're not struggling with the sense of that there is a God in the kind of abstract way. They're asking, how can it be in, this, in my life? How can this difficulty be in, in, in my life? And I'm, I feel like I'm losing my faith. And I said, no, <laughs> your faith is growing. <laughs> as, as, as Newman says, uh, a thousand or 10,000 difficulties don't mean one doubt. And he makes that distinction between difficulties and doubt. And what he, he means is a difficulty is that marrying question. How can this be? I, don't, I can't figure this out. I'm, I'm struggling <laughs> versus doubt saying, I know it can't be. There's a difference between how can this be and I know it can't be. And so we can have a million how can it be's, and in fact, God allows us. We see in those lives, and this goes back to what you were talking about in Hebrews, we see how the difficulties of faith in the lives of the patriarchs help to clarify, help to strengthen, and help them to share, if you will, uh, their own faith with others, and it's precisely through those difficulties that it that it happens. And so, when I say, is that like Saint Paul says, we rejoice in our weakness, we rejoice in our difficulties, we rejoice in the the struggles that our faith, that is, that entrusting ourselves to God, growing into God, that that gives us in life. Sure. Yeah. Well, if I if I didn't have difficulties, I'd have more trust in my own capabilities. But as soon as yeah, I face those exactly. difficulties, then <laughs> I'm yeah. no longer trusting that I can handle all of this on my own. I need some help. I need some help outside of myself. Uh, Father, as you know, we're in a pledge drive, which means abbreviated segments here. Uh, so let's pick up on that, and we'll continue our conversation, also move into the virtue of hope here in the next segment. But uh, I want to take a short break asking you, as you you are listening right now to help support Relevant Radio. You can support us in a couple of ways. You can support us with your prayers. We definitely need your prayers, so please remember us daily here at Relevant Radio. But this is our pledge drive. It's one of four times a year we come and ask you to support financially. And when you make that financial contribution uh, through our website, RelevantRadio.com, through the Relevant Radio app, or by calling 877-291-0123, You help inspire others. You help reach people with the truth of the Catholic faith. For Christ himself, you are a part of the work that is happening here, and you really do impact lives. And uh, here's a miracle moment. Somebody's life that has been impacted by yours. Oh, oh, this is Father Rocky. I'm sorry. I was thinking we're at the miracle moment. Thanks, Nick. No, this is Father Rocky. He's talking about a special thank you gift that we have uh, today here during the Inner Life. Please give a listen. Hi, Father Rocky here, and this pledge drive is just flying by. If you haven't had a chance to make a donation yet, now's your chance. Today only, we have two special thank you gifts at the dollar a day giving level. The first is a book called How They Love Mary. And you're going to learn about how saints really loved Our Lady. St. Damien of Molokai, St. Padre Pio, St. Francis of Assisi, St. Thomas Aquinas, and we can learn from those saints. In addition to the book, we're going to include a very special Divine Mercy image, brown scapular that has a little St. Benedict medal and crucifix attached to it. 
The book and the Divine Mercy Scapular are both yours if you give a dollar a day or more to support the work of Relevant Radio. Give now at relevantradio.com or on the Relevant Radio app, or you can call us at 877-291-0123. The dollar a day gift earns that right now in the book and the scapular, as Father Rocky said, 877-291-0123. Pledge online at relevantradio.com and on the mobile app. More and more folks give electronically each and every time. Great way to go. It's safe. It's secure. We appreciate you joining us today. More of the inner life coming up with Josh in just a moment. Coming up at noon, we'll be to the halfway point of our Relevant Radio Give Hope Pledge Drive. Our need by the end of the week is $3 million. Right now, i got to tell you, the total tally, we're moving up uh, close to a million, a little over 30,000 to go. So not quite halfway. We've got a long way to go, as a matter of fact. So each hour needs to be a big one. If you haven't given yet this week, feel free to do that now online at relevantradio.com on the mobile app. Or if you give on the phone, that's great too. 877-291-0123. Uh, again, all dollar a day giving level gifts uh, today include a two for one. You, you get the scapular, you get the bronze scapular, as well as the book from Father Edward Looney. Both of those today at your dollar a day giving level. You can give at other levels, too. A lot of great thank you gifts. Check those out online at relevantradio.com. Thanks to Lydia in Compton, California, giving at the dollar a day level. Virginia, a new donor in Brownsville, Texas, chiming in at a dollar a day as well. Alonzo in Gilroy, California, coming in at a dollar a day. And uh, let's see who else here. we got Sam in Little Shoot, Wisconsin, who's given even more than that. So thanks to one and all for your generosity today, 877-291-0123, or give online at relevantradio.com. And the most recent person to step forward and say, I would like to give that dollar a day gift, uh, dollar a day pledge, and receive that thank you gift of that Divine Mercy Brown Scapular, Marianne, listening in Auburn, California. Thank you for making your pledge right now. Uh, I, I really think this is such a beautiful uh, thank you gift that we're offering this unique divine mercy sca- brown scapular uh, the uh, the brown scapular I wear actually has an image of Our Lady of Guadalupe and I love that I've never actually seen a brown scapular with the image of divine mercy and then also it has that Saint Benedict medal attached to it and the Saint Benedict medal if you're not familiar with it it's ha- it has a long tradition of being known for its powerful protection against spiritual attacks. Um, the Divine Mercy image, veneration of that image, has promises that our Lord Jesus gave to Sister uh, Maria Faustina, St. Faustina. And then there's also the, the promises of the brown scapular. This is kind of, I, I think of it as a trifecta of spiritual protection for yourself. Of course, it's all based on our love for Christ, our worship and adoration of God himself. It's an outward sign of that. And we'd love to give it to you as your thank you gift for making that pledge of a dollar a day. RelevantRadio.com, the Relevant Radio app, or call 877-291-0123. Thanks so much for joining us here on The Inner Life. I'm Josh Raymond. And as I was just mentioning there, that brown scapular, um, we also, I I need to (laughs) let you know, we only have a limited number of these, and it's only available today. We won't be able to offer this tomorrow or Friday during our pledge drive. Um, And in fact, uh, Father Michael Hurley, before we get back to talking about the theological virtues, it might be good to just give a little background on the brown scapular itself. Um, This was something that was originally given to St. Simon Stock and has a promise associated with it. Um, But it really is, you know, some people might look at this and say, oh, you know, are Catholics wearing this as a good luck charm or some sort of talisman or something that would protect them? And no, that's not the case at all. Um, It really is that outward symbol that shows something deeper, a transformation that has happened in our, our inward life. Well, first of all, first of all, Josh, you're asking a Dominican to to promote. I a, know a, a Carmelite. <laughs> a Carmelite, yes, <laughs> I del- know. The delicious irony. <laughs> well, at least it's not a Jesuit devotee. At least you're not. That, you're not no, I, I tease. I, I uh, I'll, 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 well, I'll give you a little 
history of the Brown scapula do for folks, but I'll, I'll tell a personal story maybe as well. But <laughs> the Brown scapula, of course, as you mentioned, is, is given, given to St. Simon's stock. But, but a scapular is not, um, like you said, a good luck charm or some kind of talisman or something. It really is a religious garb. <laughs> so I wear a scapular every day and any group that is, you know, is, is really a part of, you know, the religious life of the church, different orders, societies uh, that have been given that official designation have particular clothing and the, the, the brown scapular, if you will, that people are associated, which is, the, you know, just a little piece of, you know, brown cloth or for Dominicans, our Dominican uh, third order, where we'll be invested with the Dominican scapular, a little white if you will, swatch uh, of, of, of garment, of, of wool clothing. Um, every order uh, has their own, sca- you know, wears that kind of scapular. So I wear, you know, I wear white scapular over my tunic and then covered by my capoose. And the idea is that it, every scapular in each different religious um, kind of um, charism is associated to how the Blessed Virgin Mary is connected to that particular charism. So for the Carmelites, the charism of of prayer and seeking, you know, like Elisha, the, the kind of the, the small whispering voice of the Lord, that Mary is the one who is able to listen uh, to the word of the angel, to God the Father, and ultimately to her son. For Dominicans, our scapular, uh, literally in our own story, uh, is given to um, Blessed Reginald so that he might recover from a, a grievous life-threatening illness and be able to preach the gospel. So it's, if you will, the, the garment of Mary, which empowers our preaching, our charism. Uh, for Benedictines, it's that sense of uh, their work in prayer, the or and labora. So, so in other words, every different religious group has a scapular as a way of showing Mary's protection, her strength, and if you will, that kind of a connection we have to Mary. We, we, we believe we're enshrouded in, in by that, that, that strength of the Blessed Virgin Mary to, to her humility, to her obedience, and ultimately to have her son empower the charism, our particular vocation. So uh, when I was growing up, I was invested in the brown Carmelite scapular. And so I, I, wore, I wore it, you know, religiously, you might say, uh, but never really kind of knew the fullness of that until I actually became a Dominican, and when I was given the habit, I asked my novice master, I said, hey, I've been wearing this brown Carmelite scapular, you know, uh, most of my life. Do I have to, like, give it up now that I'm wearing every day uh, a white scapular? And he said something very, very, very wonderful. Uh, he said, absolutely not. He said, Mary doesn't war against herself. You have now, if you will, a double Marian kind of mm, orientation. So I'll, I, I, I often tell people I've, I've, I have I, I, I Dominican life, Dominican vocation, but I've got a little Carmelite next to my heart. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, um, you mentioned being invested, enrolled in the confraternity of the Brown Scapular, and that's something mm-hmm. that if somebody's not familiar with that, yeah. it really, it, it, it's a very simple process, and yes. anybody could go just to any parish priest and ask them to mm-hmm. help them be enrolled in that confraternity. Absolutely, yeah. No, you can, I mean, it used to be kind of in earlier times that, you know, Carmelites would do the scapular. Only a Dominican could bless a rosary. Only Franciscans could bless stations across. Every order has particular devotions. But these days, right, right. any priest can can, can entrust to do that. And I would say, just as a practical tip, if you are looking to have a priest do that, just help him by bringing um, <laughs> bringing bringing the the right with you. <laughs> I mean, I have them, but every priest could could get them. But it's just like, oh, here's here are the prayers, Father. Here's the thing. Will you invest me? Or or maybe even like after, if you go to like a daily mass or, or going to a mass to ask him even beforehand if he'll do that, like a, maybe one of the side altars of the church or something like that. And I, I, I found that to be very uh, helpful as well. And I would say I, I heard uh, Father Rocky talking about the St. Benedict Medal. There are particular blessings for the St. Benedict Medal. So don't just have your St. Benedict Medal blessed. Come with the official prayer because it's one of the most um, uh, powerful medals we have for warding off evil. Wonderful. Father Michael Hurley, uh, again, our spiritual director, and we're going to continue talking about the theological virtues here in just a moment on The Inner Life. But please help support Relevant Radio during our pledge drive right now with your gift. Easy to do. Lots of ways to get a hold of Relevant Radio right now. You can do it online at relevantradio.com. You can do it on the mobile app. You can do it on the phone. That classic number, 877-291-0123. 877-291-0123. I mean, if you're a Relevant Radio listener and you haven't ever dialed that number, I mean, you really 
owe it to yourself to get the full relevant radio experience. We've been talking about that on a regular basis for so long. But more and more folks go electronically and finding that's a great way to go. It's safe, it's quick, it's efficient. You're on and off the phone in no time at all and off to your lunch hour checking something off that you know you you want to get around to. You want to get around to giving to relevant radio. Thanks for listening through the pledge drive here. Thanks for telling friends about it, praying for us and giving. 877-291-0123 online, relevantradio.com and on the mobile app as well. A lot of dollar a day givers today as we talk about that two for one special when you give at the dollar a day level. Michelle from Grafton, Wisconsin, chiming in at a dollar a day from El Dorado Hills, California. Betty, and also from California, Hedda. Thanks so much for your great and generous gifts, putting that pocket change, Josh, to great use. You know, whether it's down in the uh, center console of the car, the couch cushions, maybe it's that uh, we had one of these for years, both my father when I made one, as well as me when the kids made the little ceramic things you put the change in on the top of your dresser. We can put that to very good use. I don't know about the little ceramic thing, but certainly the pocket change. Dollar a day makes a huge difference here at Relevant Radio. We'll keep going strong for three more months on the air on nearly 200 signals around the country and around the globe at Relevant Radio. Com. Would you help us wipe out our need of $3 million by the end of the week with a pledge right now? Thanks for being generous at 877-291-0123 or online, relevantradio.com. And when you make that pledge, you really are helping to support Relevant Radio and people who look to Relevant Radio for hope in their life. Uh, that's one of the virtues we're going to be talking about coming up here next uh, to help them grow in their faith. Another one of those theological virtues. And, of course, to carry out the love of Christ, that third theological virtue, to carry out the love of Christ into the world so that we can impact our society, our culture for good. And you do that. If you can give at that dollar-a-day level, thank you so much. Danny, he just uh, stepped forward listening in Pittsburgh and said, I'll make that dollar-a-day pledge. Thank you, Danny. We'll send you that brown scapular, that divine mercy brown scapular is on its way to you. Um, but maybe you're not able to give that much. Angela, she just donated $31. We have uh, Barbara listening in Skokie, Illinois, $50 pledge. Maybe you can give more, like Janice, who's listening out in New Jersey, who just made a $2,000 pledge. Whatever level you can come in at, please help support Relevant Radio and The Inner Life. But if you can make that dollar-a-day gift, that's a great level to come in at today because of this special Divine Mercy Brown scapular. RelevantRadio.com, the Relevant Radio app, or give us a call right now. Listener supported. Yeah. Bringing Christ to the world through the media. This is the Relevant Radio Spring Pledge Drive. Give hope. Thanks so much for listening here during this hour of The Inner Life on Relevant Radio. And as you just heard, it is our Spring Pledge Drive, asking you to give hope to those who are listening. And we're talking about the three theological virtues today. That one, hope, that's what we're going to be talking about right now. But how about you? How have you been able to live out those virtues of faith and hope and love or charity as we talk about it in the church? How have you been able to live those out in your life? Or maybe you have a question about one of the theological virtues. You're welcome to call in and talk with our spiritual director, Father Michael Hurley, and our studio line is 888-914-9149, Father Michael, we talked about faith. You talked about, you discussed these three different kind of um, aspects of what faith can be for us, that there's kind of the knowledge that there is a God, there is the trust that God, you know, that, that I am able to um, look to God and trust him, but then there's that entrusting myself fully to him. So kind of it's the tears, the steps going up to that ultimate realization of Christian faith. Hope, to me, it would seem that hope would have to be almost inextricably linked with faith, at least insofar as talking about a virtue. Does, does that natural connection of hope and faith lead to... I guess hope maybe being under, misunderstood or, or I guess overlooked because we talk about faith so much. We, we believe in what Christ has done in the past that maybe we don't give hope its you know, right due as one of those the- theological virtues. Uh, absolutely, and I, and I think it's because, as we were m- mentioning previously, 
that we fail to distinguish between difficulties and doubt when it comes to faith. In other words, when we have difficulties, we think we're losing our faith, but it's precisely at the difficulties of faith, that entrusting that scriptural and that kind of third most deep sense of credere, to believe into God or entrusting ourselves to God, that we need to, to, that the, if you will, the virtue of hope kicks in in order to help us, to help faith be faith, that is to help entrust ourselves to God, we need that virtue of hope. And hope is confidence in the promise of our Lord Jesus Christ, the promise he makes to us when he says, for instance, in the Gospel of John, I go to prepare a place for you. And in that moment when he just told the disciples he's going to suffer, die, he's going away, and they're anxious, he says, don't be fearful, right? Do not let your hearts be afraid. You know, he says, I go to prepare a place for you in my, in my father's house. There are many dwelling places. And in the same way that sometimes we think we're losing our faith when we have difficulties, we consider that hope is kind of that virtue that lets us know that we can, we can do it if we just believe hard enough or we, 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 we do we some kind of activity. Hope is the openness to let God <laughs> do what he wants in us. Uh, and so this is where I, I really, uh, we can really, I think, especially in contemporary culture, uh, not fully appreciate that hope and our hopes, our desires are in nothing less than that promise of God's presence in our life. And, and I'll put it this way. We, we, when we talk about hope, we think of it as merely our desires. We hope for health and prosperity and good things. And there are, I think, in, in kind of pernicious ways, different uh, Christian, perhaps even Catholic preachers and groups that would connect faith, believing in God, with a, a kind of hope and expectation that we would have a, a good life, a prosperous life a life of blessing, a, a life of unending success in every achievement. And yet, if you look at the Gospels, Jesus never promises an easy life. He never promises a successful life, according to the world standards. He never promises us lots of money or riches, wealth or fame or prestige, mm-hmm. right? right? And, so, and so if we connect our faith and our hope to those things, we're ultimately going to be disappointed, and that leads right to despair. It leads to a sense that God doesn't love me, God is not part of my life, and it's because of it's a misplaced hope. The hope is only in His promises, and so that's why we search the Scriptures, say what God has promised. God hasn't promised it's going to be easy. He promises if you take up your cross and follow me, you'll have eternal life, right? You'll have Easter will come when you go right. through Good Friday. Yeah. Well, so, so Father, you know, one of the words you use that stuck out to me is we have that confidence yeah. in God yeah. and His promises. And so, right now, there's kind of this, okay, this all sounds good from a theoretical standpoint, sure. but let's talk about some real situations. If we find ourselves in a situation yeah. where it really does seem hopeless, more than just yeah. kind of day-to-day difficult circumstances— when we say it really is difficult to have that confidence, to have that hope, and I'm thinking of maybe a couple who is in the process of going through a divorce. One one is yeah. trying to work things out in the marriage, but the other one says, nope, I'm done, I'm gone, and they walk out the yeah. door. Or maybe it's a couple who has just experienced the death of a child, and they don't know how to carry on. Or maybe it's somebody who's just received a diagnosis of a terminal illness. In situations like these... it might seem almost impossible to have that confidence that you're talking about. Uh, What advice would you give for somebody who is in that really what they might call a hopeless circumstance? Yeah. And, and, you know, I mean, there's, I'll I'll start from just kind of like the most basic. It would uh, certainly any particular advice is going to be attuned to the particular moment. That's right. Sure. But, 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 but simply the principle is, uh, hope is about the impossible. <laughs> it's, uh, because if it's not hope, if it's something that you think you can achieve, in other words, if you can see your way clear to the solution, <laughs> then it's not really hope. It's just your own, you know, strategy and, and uh, sense uh, powers. If you don't, if the, if the, if the way forward is dark in every way, in other words, I don't know how I can go on in terms of losing a loved one. I don't know how I can possibly repair this relationship. It's simply out of my control. If it's all the way to the Blessed Virgin Mary, you're going to be the mother of God. When we say, how can it be? It's impossible. That's precisely when hope says, yes, it's a confidence in the impossible. It's a confidence when the way forward is completely dark 
barren and without seeming any light or life. In other words, it's stepping out uh, into uh, off the cliff, you know, so to speak, in order to keep going and to keep um, how to put it, keep striving in the face of um, no expectation. That, that's what hope is. And so, when we use the word hopeless, <laughs> that's precisely it, and, and mean it in a kind of according to our own lights. That's precisely where the virtue, the theological virtue, is activated. Hope is only hope in quote unquote hopeless. <laughs> circumstances. Mm. Well, and as you hearken back to Mary at the Annunciation, and you're talking yeah. about hope is looking and saying it, it looks to the impossible, well, yeah. the Archangel Gabriel, his words, yeah. well, yep. nothing yep. will be impossible <laughs> with God. That's right, and, that's, and then it leads back to faith, that is, what do you do? You entrust right. yourself more, that so trust. there's this kind of <laughs> this, 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 this cycle, exactly, so it's this kind of a hope that leads us to trust which leads us back to that confidence uh, despite ourselves or even without a sense of, of real guarantee other than simply believing in God, the, that, that, that trust in his word so that we can entrust. So it's, it's all there is. It's not, it's not like necessarily a step by it. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a spiral, right? It's a, it's a synergy right. between the two. Yeah. Father Michael Hurley is our spiritual director, as today we're talking about the the theological virtues here on The Inner Life. Uh, We've already talked about two of the three, the best is yet to come, (laughs) the greatest of these, faith, hope, and love. The greatest of these is love. We're going to talk about that next. This is our spring pledge drive here um, on Relevant Radio, and that means we have slightly shorter content segments here because we do need to ask for your support. This is listener-supported radio, and we cannot do this without you. Uh, Thank you if you've already made that pledge. If you haven't, if you haven't made that donation, can you help us out right now at RelevantRadio.com, on the Relevant Radio app, or by giving us a call and making that pledge at 877-291-0123. And now, Nick, we're at the miracle moment, right? Uh, I'm promoting the right thing here. All right, good. Uh, So this is a miracle moment, Uh, just one of those... Uh, times that we can share with you of a life that's been transformed, a life that's been impacted by something they heard on Relevant Radio. And again, because we're listener-supported, that means your donation, if you donated in the past, it made this moment possible. Give a listen. Hope restored, hearts healed, lives changed. Here's another miracle moment on Relevant Radio. I wanted to say thank you to all of you. I appreciate so much I'm given specific simple examples of how I can try to live more in the image of God and how I can show others and try to teach my young adult children how to do it too. I need continued education and I am just thrilled that God blessed me with turning it on last February. This miracle moment was made possible by you and your past financial support of Relevant Radio. Please help Relevant Radio continue to give our Lord a platform on the air and across the web. Call and donate now. When you call, ask about making a recurring gift. 1-877-291-0123. Donate safely and quickly online at RelevantRadio.com or by using the Relevant Radio app. RelevantRadio.com, the Relevant Radio app, the phone, 877-291-0123. All fabulous ways to get a hold of Relevant Radio and be part of our Give Hope Spring Pledge Drive. Our need by the end of the week of $3 million, closing in on a million here. Can we get there by the end of the hour? Well, we can use a few thousand or $5,000 gifts, 877-291-0123. RelevantRadio.com and the Relevant Radio app. Now, Josh has been in a band over the years, lots and lots, and he knows like when you're... And like stuff's going to start when you hear that. And I need to make a little drum noise for Yolanda in California. $1,200 gift. Also, Thank Michelle you, in Austin. Yolanda. All right, $1,200. <laughs> and uh, awesome. M. M in Florida, $21. And that deserves, you know, some... Uh, some noise too. We appreciate. I like. I like that the name is just M. It's it's kind of like uh, James Bond's boss just made a donation to Relevant Radio. 
<laughs> you know, I never thought of that. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. James Bond's boss is listening here. 877. James Bond's boss. 877-291-0123. Having some fun. We've got a pledge party going right now. All we need is you to join us. You can join us on the phone at 877-291-0123 or online at relevantradio.com or on the mobile app. A thank you gift, kind of our party favorite today, a two-for-one deal when you give at the dollar-a-day level. The book from Father Edward Looney. You hear him a lot on Relevant Radio, leading Mass at noon several days. Uh, that's noon Central Time. The book is a 30-day devotional to really help increase your reverence for the Mother of God. It's called How They Love Mary. Look at uh, the saints' devotions, some different saints' devotions to Our Lady. That and the Brown Scapular, both for a dollar-a-day gift today at Relevant Radio, 877-291-0123. And <laughs> Glenn's giving himself a nice little uh, roll of, of the drums there on his way out. Uh, thank you so much for being generous here during this hour of the inner life. Thank you for keeping this hour on the air, for supporting um, the chance to be able to talk with a priest every day, to be able to invite, invite you into the conversation here as we learn about our faith, as we try and grow in our interior life so that we can take that and transform our world. And we also can transform our world by keeping Relevant Radio on the air. I mean, that's that's what has helped so many people that we hear about in those miracle moments that we're able to share here. And it, it's I, I love being able to talk to you about how it's not just the people on the air here. We all participate in this together. If you've already made your donation, please say a prayer for Relevant Radio. If you haven't made that pledge yet, today, great day to make that dollar-a-day pledge because of that Divine Mercy Brown Scapular only available in this hour. And we only have about 13 minutes left. That's all we'll be able to offer this for you here on The Inner Life. Please make that pledge now. Again, if you haven't made that pledge, RelevantRadio.com, on the Relevant Radio app, or by calling us at 877-291-0123. And uh, I, I really do hope if you go to the website or you go to the app, look at that. I, the Divine Mercy Brown scapular, I, I just love this. Uh, every scapular I've ever had has an image of Our Lady, which is beautiful. Uh, that's, you know, obviously it's because... You have a love and a devotion to Mary that you wear the scapular. You're looking for her intercession in your life. Uh, it speaks to the faith that you have, that she leads us to her son. Uh, but the fact that this brown scapular is combined then with that image of divine mercy, um, I, I've never seen one before, and I'm so glad we're able to offer this as a thank you gift. If you can come in at that $365 level, and uh, again, just a, our way of saying thank you when you make that pledge today. Uh, talking with Father Michael Hurley, a Dominican priest, the pastor of St. Dominic's Parish in San Francisco, and Father Michael is helping us look at the theological virtues today, faith, hope, and love. And uh, Father, we've talked about the first two, now we come to love, and I know we could spend days just talking about this virtue alone, but the Catechism of the Catholic Church, this might be a good place to start, it primarily uses for the virtue of love the word charity. And in our contemporary Western society, Charity usually makes us think of giving to the poor, giving to those in need. But that word charity, it's used in a much broader sense when we read through the catechism. So can you maybe help us understand what we're talking about in the word charity and why St. Paul would say out of faith, hope, and love, this is the greatest of those three theological virtues? Yeah, yeah sure. No, uh, St. Thomas Aquinas looks at charity. You know I'm going to go right to Aquinas. And he, he asks what charity is, and he says it's nothing less than friendship. And so you can, whereas we think of kind of giving money, and I know you're doing a pledge drive, so I've certainly, certainly if, if, if you're taking charity in that sense, that's not a bad way. Certainly we, we have a sense of responsibility uh, to be good stewards, but it's not a sense, it, charity it does really has primarily nothing to do first off with giving money. It has everything to do with friendship, that is giving of ourselves and receiving another in a kind of shared life. And so when God calls us to charity, he is not, first of all, thinking about our relationship with others. It's thinking of our relationship with God. It's once again, these theological virtues don't, first of all, just empower us towards, if you will, our own 
lights and abilities. They are nothing less than a participation in the very life of God. And so at the Last Supper, when Jesus is surrounded by his apostles there, and he says, I no longer call you servants or slaves, because they don't know what the master is doing, I have called you friends. And that is the call to charity. Charity is the life of God in our soul, which gives us the ability to be a friend of God. Mm. Let's talk about going back to that original definition, definition you gave of the theological virtues, that participation, that share mm-hmm. of God's own life, of what he is. If we are looking to grow in these virtues, grow in the virtue of faith, grow in the virtue of hope, grow in the virtue of love, of charity, of friendship that you're talking about here, is this something that we can, we can in our own self kind of grow in these by things we might do practically? Or is growth only allowed by God's own grace and the gift he gives to us in whatever measure of these virtues? Is prayer our only recourse for growth in these virtues? Well, yeah, I'd say both and. <laughs> like Catholics, okay. both and, right? <laughs> as, as we all know. No, and I, and, and, and I, so let me just say, I'll just, I'll just emphasize, prayer is the primary way because prayer is that conversation with sure. God. So any time, and I know you don't mean it this way, but when someone says, you know, oh, Father, something's going on, can you do something except pray? And I'm like, well, that, 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 that response lets me know that you probably don't pray a lot because there's nothing more difficult, <laughs> I find, than actually pray. In other words, prayer is hard work. <laughs> it's, not mm-hmm. that, it's, it's actually, there's a, there's a struggle that comes with that in a sense. So, so absolutely, it has to be, you know, we, there's no way that God can act unless we're on our knees, right? So we have to be praying for that. But with that prayer then comes a sense of God's empowerment in our lives, and that's always going to have, if you will, a manifestation, right? It's always going to come forth from us. Goodness, as by definition, gives of itself. So when we are empowered with God's love, we're naturally going to share that. And so that's going to, you know, faith without works is dead, right? And so if it's not true faith, if it's not true entrustment to God, then that friendship is not going to be there. And so when you're talking about what can we do, it's going to be the sense of, okay, are we actually living in friendship with God? And do other people, in other words, if we're friends with God, <laughs> People should know that. In other words, people sure. should be attracted to us. We should be attracted well, to others. We should have real human friendships in our own life. And as you're saying this, too, I'm also <laughs> I'm thinking <laughs> we might be very—I I mean, you have to be brave if you're going to ask to grow in faith and hope, because oh, if you want to yeah. grow in faith, then God's probably going to test your faith. If you want to grow in hope, he's going to test that so that you can grow stronger in those. So there might be some difficult roads ahead. I, absolutely. We talked earlier about how hope is not really hope. Hope is only hope in, quote-unquote, hopeless moments. So if you really want to grow in hope, guess what? Get ready for the darkness. I mean, that's, that's, that's Mother Teresa, right? So where she, yeah. in a sense, didn't lose her faith but was in that total dark night of the soul. And not all of us will have that perhaps extreme uh, experience of total loss of of uh, the palpable manifest presence of God, but each in our own way. That's a praying praying for these theological virtues. They are both easy to pray for in a sense that who wouldn't want to be filled with God's life. But there's something, if you will, a little bit quote unquote spiritually dangerous about it because it doesn't lead us into the easy life. It doesn't lead us into a life of of comfort or success or in in any way a pleasurable experience necessarily. Yeah. It's the hard road. It's it's the road of the cross. Father Michael Hurley, thank you so much for being with us. We've got about 20 seconds before we need to uh, wrap up here, and I know we just scratched the surface. Maybe we can come back and talk about these virtues again in a future uh, hour here on The Inner Life. But can I ask you to offer a blessing as we conclude today? Absolutely. So may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May he fill you with those true virtues of faith, hope, and love. May Almighty God bless you, Father. Son and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Father Michael Hurley, again, thank you so much for being our spiritual director. And we are in our pledge drive here. Don't, don't turn it off. <laughs> we do need your help. We need your support. And there's still five minutes left to go in this hour, which is plenty of time to help Relevant Radio support the inner life. And uh, you'll be so glad you did. 
please make that donation right now, relevantradio.com or the Relevant Radio app, or give us a call at 877-291-0123. And uh, Glenn, again, we're offering that special thank you gift today for anybody who comes in at that dollar a day level, but uh, we've only got about four and a half minutes left for this hour of the inner life, and we won't be able to offer it again for the rest of the week. That's right, inviting folks to call right now at 877-291-0123 or online at relevantradio.com or on the mobile app. Your dollar-a-day gift gets you that great uh, two-for-one thank-you deal today. All right, that's uh, How They Love Mary with Father Edward Ludy. This beautiful 30-day devotional uh, looking at how saints honored Our Lady in a great way to inspire you to keep going and grow deeper in your relationship with Mary with that. And today only, the special brown scapular going along with that with an image of the Divine Mercy on there, too. Get a look at both of those and more online at RelevantRadio.com, and you can give while you're there, too, safely and securely. More and more folks give electronically each and every time, and I think it's almost more than half of the donations do come in electronically. It's safe, it's secure, quick and easy, takes less less than two minutes. Hey, thanks to Lisa Ann in Park Ridge, Illinois, donating to the tune of a dollar a day as well. Barbara in Tracy, California, earning those thank you gifts with that uh, kind of a gift as well. And uh, Jalon in uh, Santa Rosa, California, also uh, giving it uh, just a bit more than a dollar a day too. Great ways to give to Relevant Radio. People often wonder, well, how much should I give? You know, give as you prospered. The Lord and Relevant Radio love a cheerful giver. So we would love to hear from you. Love to hear from you today. It's important. Coming up in a couple minutes here, we'll be at the halfway point of our pledge drive. It ends at five central on Friday and then got to get to three million dollars closing in on a million here so we got a ways to go got to power through the end of the week and let's get that power started now you got the power you got the phone 877-291-0123 Josh or online at relevantradio.com you know earlier this hour we talked about the brown scapular itself what it represents um mentioned also that there is a promise associated with it again you know it's it's not a good luck charm it's not some uh sort of token that you wear as a talisman or some sort of you know the get out of jail free card that's not it no it's something that is a symbol that represents your belief, your faith, your trust in Christ and his death, his substitutionary uh, death for each one of us, and your devotion to Mary. Uh, Mary, she said to St. Simon Stock when she gave him the brown scapular, she said, whoever dies wearing this scapular shall be preserved from the eternal flames. It's a sign of salvation a sure safeguard in danger, a pledge of peace, and of my special protection until the end of the ages. That's what Our Our Lady said to St. Simon Stock. The other thing that I love about this, we really haven't talked much about the divine mercy image that is on this, and that divine mercy image also has promises associated with it that Jesus himself gave to St. Maria Faustina. Uh, He said to St. Maria, he said, I promise that the soul that will venerate This image, the divine mercy image, will not perish. I also promise victory over its enemies already here on earth, but especially at the hour of death. So that spiritual protection, uh, I I think, is twofold with Mary's promise given to St. Simon Stock. You have the promise of Jesus. And then that St. Benedict medal that's on this as well, uh, that's also a medal that's associated with spiritual protection. So you've got this kind of triple layer of spiritual protection for you when you're wearing this beautiful uh, Divine Mercy brown scapular. You can see an image of it at RelevantRadio.com or on the Relevant Radio app and uh, make your pledge there as well. Or you can give us a call, 877-291-0123. Again, 877-291-0123. But down to about a minute and a half left in this hour, and that's it. And I know we've got a limited number of these too. I'm not sure how many remain, but I hope that we'll have enough for people who are listening later in the day. But if right now, if you're saying, well, I was thinking about later. Don't wait. Just in case we run out, please make that pledge right now. RelevantRadio.com on the Relevant Radio app or give us a call 877-291-0123. Otherwise, we'll have to look around and start just uh, giving you random things off our desk here. I've got a rock with a cross on it. (laughs) Here's a stapler. (laughs) (laughs) Not the stapler, not the red stapler, not my stapler. 877-291-0123. Call a pledge now on any amount. We'd love to hear from you. Join the pledge party waiting for you here at Relevant Radio. 877-291-0123. Closing in on a million on the way to three million by the end of the week. Do your best now. Pray for us. Tell friends and give. RelevantRadio.com or the Relevant Radio app. Thanks.